0: Did you know a podcast episode like this can provide literally dozens of marketing content assets for your business? It's brought to you by Content Monster, your go-to for engaging marketing content like this podcast or remote video production. It's not just a podcast, it's your marketing powerhouse. Visit contentmonsta.com to learn more. That's contentmonsta.com. Hello, listener. My name is Tim Kilfoyle, and I am joined today by Dr. Rinald Das of Sanan IC. Rinald, thanks a lot for joining us today. Uh, you're very welcome, Tim. Thank you. So, the main reason I wanted to bring you into the studio today, and really what I'd like to have the listener understand, is Sanan's competitive advantage. What we have faced are customers telling us, well, Sanan clearly is a foundry and just a foundry, and they don't seem to understand the scale and the capability of Sanon as a device manufacturer, in fact, a vertically integrated device manufacturer. So without the aid of charts or pictures or graphs, I'm gonna ask you to illustrate the distinction between this perception and the reality of what Sanon offers. So uh,
1: so that perception comes from the fact that we did originally build our business from being a foundry, uh, but that was yesterday. Where we are today, to put it in very easy terms, is we are an enabler of compound semiconductor adoption within the industry. And that's a very broad term because we do bring a very broad base of capabilities uh, to the industry. And what this means is this uh, comprehensive set of capabilities that we have in-house so that we can address the market wherever it needs it. And what what that means is, for example, if if you are another IDM, an Infineon, Rome, STMicro, cetera, and you're having trouble getting silicon carbide wafers, you, this first point to feed into your your massive manufacturing uh, operations, you don't have the starting materials. You're stuck, Sanan. We have uh, silicon carbide crystal growth technology so that we can wafer out and provide those initial substrates as well as epitaxial wafers. That same IDM, maybe his challenge is uh, we need this new expansion into our portfolio. We really need this new device that's getting lots of interest in the market. And it's going to be a lot of investment of our R&D as well as uh, capital investments to get there. So on to the rescue again, now we can help that IDM by providing our manufacturing capability as a manufacturing extension to them. And uh, uh, and to any fabulous uh, uh, designers that are out there, they don't really, they've got great ideas for device design but they don't really understand or know the silicon carbide process very well. That's where we come in as a foundry as uh, that's one of our, uh, our core competency that we built upon. But we do go beyond that because to the OEM, so this is the key part uh, that uh, the distinction should be well understood, is to the OEM who needs finished packaged devices to insert into their system-level designs, we at Sanon can provide that because we do have an engineering team that does the device designs. Uh, We already have the manufacturing, as I've mentioned uh, before, and then we also have the end of line packaging and test and so that is the complete scale of what needs to happen from raw materials to a finished part that an OEM can use and all of those capabilities are all within sanan integrated circuit because we are in essence a true and complete vertical vertically integrated supplier into the industry. And as such, with our flexible business model, we can address the market where it needs it to continue this emerging demand and adoption of wide band gap and other compound semiconductors into the industry.
0: That's great. So that's that's the broad picture. And it's it's unique, as I understand it, in the industry. So the clarity is is appreciated. So designer, foundry, Fabricator, manufacturer, you can do it all. Uh, Markets. I want to understand a little bit more about markets. The sandbox that Sanon plays in, so to speak. Some might call these your channels or your verticals. Where is Sanon looking for success?
1: I think a key area that Sanon is really well positioned to... Uh, to, to drive mutual success, so not just our success, but the success of our customers, our partners, and that industry in general. The, the biggest one that pops out is the, is the automotive industry with the uh, emergence of the electric vehicle as a major part of the uh, vehicle designs that are moving forward. They were a very niche market previously, you know, under a million vehicles. You know, less than one percent of penetration into the total cars manufactured wor- worldwide. But moving forward, we see from uh, various different uh, projections from analysts everywhere that that number is going to be a very a prominent fraction of the total vehicles made. So looking forward, uh, the the EV is going to be very, very uh, a, a large, very large business, and. Uh, And what enables EVs are the technologies that Sanon has great core competency in. And so so the EV powertrain is going to be a a large uh, market that we'll be able to serve. And the success there is going to drive up our volumes, which will lower costs. And then that'll allow us to get into other areas that also bring, uh, that have value for what uh, the uh, Sanon technologies bring to the table. So, uh, EV powertrain basically the 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 power electronics that are used uh, that used between the heart of the vehicle, which today has become the battery. So that's going to supply. Uh, all the power to all the various electronics inside the vehicle. So you have the battery, and as it uh, connects to the traction inverter to propel the car, that requires uh, a DC-to-DC DC, uh, converter, uh, a uh, traction inverter. Those types of power conversions done very well with uh, our wide bandgap compound semiconductor technologies. And then on the other side, f- uh, feeding in to to pump the, the, uh, the battery, if you will, uh, we have onboard chargers, and uh, also our technologies go into the off-board charging piles as well. So all of that, if you can consider the the emerging electric vehicle as an ecosystem, all of those different aspects of the ecosystem value these wide bandgap semiconductor technologies that Sanon and and other IDMs and other manufacturers are bringing to the table. So EV powertrain, a uh, very big market for us. Other markets, uh, wh- one of the original markets that these wide band gaps uh, uh, have uh, gone into uh, is the renewable energy, primarily the the solar market. There, there's there's a value for being able to provide uh, higher efficiencies, uh, 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 for those power conversions so that you can take as much of that solar energy uh, and put it back into the grid or consume it yourself with minimal losses due to the uh, power electronics. So that's a, another uh, nice area where where we can address. And then even older than that, the, the very first uh, adoption of wide band gap occurred in the uh, the power supplies for data center and telecom. Those continue to be a, a thriving business uh, for us where uh our components can go in and really address the efficiency side uh, of those systems. There are so many power supplies, if you can think about it. There's so many power supplies out there because there's so many data centers, so many uh, telecom infrastructure that large volume of supply, even just a little improvement in that efficiency makes a huge impact on the amount of uh, energy being consumed worldwide. So there, uh, the regulatory commissions have uh, gradually been increasing the efficiency standards. And as they increase those efficiency standards, the equation there for how those uh, new systems, uh, those new power supplies get designed, move towards these wide band gap semiconductors. Once again, that's uh, the, the essence of the concept compound semiconductor technologies that we provide. Oh, and cool. then uh, th- those have been primarily silicon carbide we also have gallium nitride as part of our product portfolio gallium nitride has uh, is doing very very well in the consumer market uh, and where in the consumer market it fits in nicely is with the uh, the adapters and power supplies for mobile electronics so you can imagine uh, these uh, laptops uh, advanced smartphones they're getting smaller and smaller yet they're doing more and more and what that means is they they need Need more juice to 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 make uh, them uh, enable them to do what they're doing these days. And when you have such a small main component, you don't want its uh, its power supply to be a huge brick. It kind of takes away of that concept of mobile electronics. And that's what Gan really enables is to to make these ultra small form factor power supplies that are not only small, but have enough power to really uh, uh, address the, the needs of these uh, these smarter phones, uh, more enabled laptops, et cetera, uh, and, uh, and put together a nice package of a portable platform there. And then finally, the last market uh, that uh, we would do well in—it's also the hardest one for for us to address because silicon does really well there, and there are some 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 areas that are growing that. Uh, uh, are, are good for these wide band gap semiconductors. And, and that last market is motor drives. So your basic simple motor drive, no, we're not going to get in there today. But there are parts of, uh, of that, uh, of that uh, vertical that, uh, that is interesting. And, and those areas are the emerging drives that have an active front end. So trying to capture some of uh, that braking energy from the motor and be able to put that back on the grid so you can save uh, uh, from an operational point of view. And then uh, some, some newer drives that are coming out that are focusing on high-speed motors that can be integrated. So you can imagine the motor drive and the motor itself is just one unit, and, and that uh, becomes a good application because you need a very efficient piece of uh, power electronics to be able to sit inside that same housing as the motor itself, and and that uh, once again moves the equation towards wide band gap. and that's the technology uh, that we're really focusing on for for power electronics at anon.
0: Great. So those are all growth markets. and it's exciting to be a part of it, actually, as someone who's trying to sell into those markets, to have them all be identified as growth markets is really great. Uh, the next question I have for you is the you've described for us the markets. You've described in better detail the Sanon system, not just the foundry, but everything through devices. Where are you today with respect to being prepared to serve the markets? An example, the current and expected scale of, say, your fab operation, or the release date for some of these devices. Uh, that are going into production. Where is where is Sinan today with respect to both the markets and their ability to serve them? Uh,
1: yes. Yeah, so so I, I'd like to answer this by starting with the most challenging market. Uh, so one of the most challenging markets, as you very well know, Tim, is, is to be able to uh, supply into the automotive market. And so they have uh, some very unique and very uh, demanding requirements that are out there. So if you can get into automotive, uh, then you know you've you've passed the toughest test, and you should be able to address other markets as well. So where are we with respect to automotive? We start with the with the, the most challenging hurdle first. So automotive is very demanding because. It, it does bring a lot of demand upon your ability to deliver in high volume. And what we are doing to address this emerging high volume demand is our uh, capacity expansion. So we have just opened a new manufacturing site in the city of Changsha in the Hunan in the Hunan province, and this Changsha MegaFab, when it's all said and done, will have thirty thousand wafers per month of silicon carbide and six thousand wafers a month of gallium nitride, uh, and so that that that's a huge amount of uh, capacity that we're bringing online, specifically for the demand we envision. From this automotive market, as I mentioned previously, the the wide bandgap semiconductors that we have play in very well uh, there because it brings down the the equation the uh, for cost uh, in these uh, uh, in these uh, upcoming electric vehicles. And if we can bring that cost down, then the electric vehicles can proliferate further and further into the market. Right now, the electric vehicle market. Uh, the EVs are primarily higher end. You know, you have your Porsche Taycan or your Tesla Model S, but you're seeing this proliferation into the more affordable EVs. And so if you look at Tesla, for example, they were able to make a more cost-effective Model 3, which could address a much broader market. They did that by introducing silicon carbide, whereas you save silicon for your expensive stuff like the Model S. Or the Porsche Taycan, those are all silicon-based, but they're on a very expensive platform that can absorb some of that cost. Uh, so that so as we are successful in bringing silicon carbide to the market, it'll drive down the cost of uh, these electric vehicles, introduce them into more and more uh, uh, in the in the consumer market uh, today, and the the net result is going to be that there will be a need for a tremendous amount. Of silicon carbide uh, uh, devices to fuel that growth, and uh, the automotive industry today is, is suffering from the microcontroller uh, shortage. And if if all the if all the designs that are being worked on today, and uh, were to go into production and and the volumes take off as expected. You would you would very quickly get to get into a scenario where you would have a silicon carbide shortage to fuel uh, this uh, this uh, increasing demand of the uh, electric vehicles. So, to address that need, uh, uh, there have been other announcements. uh, uh WolfSpeed, for example, putting out uh, uh, a new facility that's capable of thirty thousand uh, wafers per month as well. So, but that's not going to be enough. That's only enough uh, in their investor. Uh, uh, presentations, they uh, announced that 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 site, although very, very, very prominent and large, at the end of the day, if every single piece of semiconductor coming out of that site went into an electric vehicle, it would make five elect five million uh, electric vehicles. Uh, and the projections are there could be 30, 40 million of those, you know, before the end of this decade is over. So you can clearly see that uh, one of the key challenges of of getting into automotive is, can you make enough of it to meet that demand? And that's what we're trying to address. That's part of where we see a weakness in the market. And we're trying to fill some of uh, some of that gap so that our main goal is to be that enabler of that wide band gap technology. Uh, so having that capacity online is very critical. So getting back to our Changsha site, uh, we just opened phase one. It has half of the capacity I previously mentioned. Our phase two, which will be a duplicate of phase one, uh, we will begin work on that in 2023. And so by the 2024-2025 timeframe, we expect to have uh, 30,000 wafers per month of silicon carbide approximately 6,000 wafers a month of GAN, uh, to address the need of demand in the automotive market. And then the other equation, not just, can you make it, but can you meet all the requirements? The automotive industry, uh, very critical because they cannot really tolerate, uh, failures, uh, with human life being involved. So they have a very strict set of requirements and, uh, uh, What Sanan is doing here is uh, uh, we're already uh, certified for IATF 16949, Automotive Quality Management uh, Certification. Uh, Our devices are getting AEC Q101 uh, qualified uh, for the standards of the automotive industry. And uh, we're also very well familiar with uh, uh, the process it takes to become a supplier into the automotive industry uh, through the very challenging PPAP process. So that approval process for automotive, uh, we're already very familiar with that through our parent company's involvement in the automotive industry. So we bring all of this uh, experience and capability to the table to address uh, uh, automotive because we feel like it, it's, this is the, the, the biggest challenge that we have and if we can uh, meet that it will make uh, the penetration to other markets uh, that much easier.
0: Right. So then let's talk devices. We've talked markets. We've talked how you're going to get there. But on the, on the device level, sick MOSFETs, silicon carbide MOSFETs, and gallium nitride diodes. So without getting too deep into the weeds, so to speak, or losing people who don't have the technical uh, interest here, we're interested in knowing where do you stack up against, say, the industry leaders, the top three competitors that are in the industry, so the household names that everyone might know as two-letter or three-letter acronyms. Where do you stack up in the semiconductor, compound semiconductor industry?
1: So, uh, so uh, Tim, let me begin by just saying that um, the beauty of being a technology company is that you understand that there are no unique solutions. So uh, so what I mean here is there are some great MOSFETs, for example, in the market today, uh, utilizing the innovations made by those top three uh, industry suppliers, uh, as you were alluding to. But because Sanon is also a, a company focused on innovation, so we invest in innovation as an area where we see and know that there's valuable return, uh, we can also apply a a unique solution to also bring to the industry uh, devices that are very comparable in their figure of merits to those uh, leading suppliers that are out there. So what I'm saying is we are applying our IP, our innovations, and what it's resulting in is that we are uh, providing to the market both silicon carbide MOSFETs and diodes that are very comparable to the industry leading products that are out there. So uh, whoever, whatever part you're using today, uh, we've got a part that uh, can can be very similar to that. And that is is being enabled by the fact that we are investing in in innovation and that innovation allows us to come up with, with unique ways to get to that same level of performance or even better as we move forward. So, uh, so that's very critical is is uh, that investment into the innovation, so that we can have these uh, unique and differentiated devices in the market. Uh, and the other part of uh, what we bring to the table is world class manufacturing. Uh, and there we uh, we we have we have these great device designs, but they don't bring any value if you don't have world class manufacturing behind it to produce it in a in a low cost. Uh, 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 throughput at the end of the day. And uh, world-class manufacturing, what I'm referring to, is actually a a, a couple of things. Uh, And that is, uh, first of all, world-class manufacturing means you're not putting defects into these devices. So, uh, So as you take the raw material and make it into a finished device, in that process, you're not putting in defects where there were none previously. And then obviously the, the other half of that is that what you introduce to your line uh, should be a, as little defect as possible. And then what little defects you do have, you need the uh, capability to identify and remove. And so that's what we're doing at, at SANAN. We have world-class manufacturing based on the DNA of the manufacturing we do for the millions upon millions of, of LEDs that our parent company uh, manufactures on a daily basis. Uh, So that world-class manufacturing uh, uh, riding on top of uh, this uh, uh, identification and removal of known electrically active defects, the combination of that is very powerful because what it gives to the industry, the end user, the OEM, uh, is the fact that you are getting known intrinsically good dye and and when it's intrinsically good, sil- silicon carbide and gallium nitride, they are uh, superior metal materials than silicon. So they're going to, they're superior in the fact that they're more efficient. And when they are more efficient, what it means is you're running cooler. And when you're running cooler, you're going to have much longer life. So that's the that's the entitlement that these wide band gaps bring to these application. And when you can get to the intrinsic material reliability of these devices, which I'm, which what I'm referring to here as intrinsically good dye, then you're providing the industry with uh, some really rugged parts and that fear of early fail, which is always going to be there with, with new disruptive technology. That is what we're trying to eliminate from the equation. So we're not just trying to provide KGD, known good dye. We're trying to provide KIGD, known intrinsically good dye. And that intrinsically is very, very important because that's what eliminates the, the earlier premature failures that all of the users are, are, are either publicly or privately very concerned about whenever they're bringing on a new technology.
0: So a couple of follow-ups on that point. Mm-hmm. So we hear what we presume to mean better manufacturing yields because of these known intrinsically good dye, et cetera, and bad parts not making it through the process to eat up other materials and so forth. So the presumption being better manufacturing yield, again, presuming that it leads to better pricing, better, better lots of things. So could a customer presume that Sanan would be in a better position to compete with some of these top three competitors in the industry? And is it is it that point there in, in particular that's gonna that's gonna help Sanan be more competitive so uh, so I, I can't comment uh, since I'm not privy to
1: the uh, to the manufacturing practices of the of the uh, of our competitors uh, what I uh, what I am saying is that um, uh, to be a world-class and trusted supplier to the industry one needs to be able to provide this type of assurance of the product coming out. Uh, it, as you said, it leads to many, many good things, and um, and th- the main point is that world class manufacturing of just not introducing defects into your manufacturing practices is not enough. Uh, that that that's only half the equation. The other half is you have to have defect level understanding. Uh, our uh, uh, competitors out there. Uh, some of them have that level of understanding, and that brings them to the position of being an industry leader in that regard. And some of them may not. And uh, it, the, this capability will come out very quickly. You know, whenever the the OEM is engaging with any of these suppliers, uh, it, it'll become very evident as to which supplier is truly world class because they will be doing their endurance testing, and 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 through the course of doing that, the technology readiness level of these suppliers will become very evident. So, our goal is, you know, we want to be one of those leading, well-known, trusted suppliers, meaning when we put our parts out there and the OEMs build their first designs and do the endurance testing, there should be no negative experiences, uh, at least not from a from a dye uh, lifetime uh, perspective. Uh, there may be some tweaking that may need to be done at the device level to get the, the required performance, but there shouldn't be failures. So that, uh, that should not happen given the intrinsically superior nature of these uh, materials. So yeah, I would say that we are probably in a stronger position uh, than some of the other suppliers out there. And but there are going to be suppliers who are just as good as us, and we are striving to be in that category of of those leading suppliers that really know their manufacturing and materials well, so that the uh, the end user has that comfort and confidence of knowing that they're going getting these known and intrinsically good dye, and can go about their business of designing their parts, doing their Endurance testing, doing you know all of their uh, ramp-up testing to, to fully understand their system and not be held back by uh, a new technology that is suffering from premature life effects.
0: So one other follow-up to that is you use the term innovation and IP sort of as a euphemism for a whole lot of things that are going on in the background. And if I'm an engineer for an OEM, you and I both focus on North America. So if I'm listening to this as a listener and I'm an engineer at an OEM, what do I get to find out when I come back to you for more information? And I'm curious to find out NDAs, uh, information on the process. You're inviting engineers and companies in the OEM space to become a part of the Sonon family as it were, as it relates to customers. And we are, we're trying to engage with these people now. Give us a quick sense on what an engineer can expect to hear from you. You don't have to divulge anything for people who aren't under NDA, but what are some of the things that you'd be able to share with them in the space of a visit to the factory when those are allowed again, that could give them some assurance that everything we're saying here today is going to prove out when they have a product release that they're going to give to the market?
1: Yeah, Tim, it would be just a wonderful experience for all parties involved if, we could get back to that stage of of us being able to show you what our line looks like. Uh, we're very proud of what we have built there. And uh, if, if you were to an engineer and you were to go and see like the level of uh, the scale and level of automation uh, that we have in our factory and how everything is just moving forward uh, through the usage and investment into the state of the art equipment, uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a very eye-opening uh, experience, uh, especially for someone who's not, uh, have not seen a semiconductor uh, manufacturing before. Uh, so that type of visit, uh, you would get a sense of, of a visual on basically everything that we're saying now is you'll see that, okay, this 30,000 wafer a month, that's, that's a tremendous amount of capacity. You'll see how big that, uh, that site is. Uh, we invest in state-of-the-art tooling you'll see that you know we have excellent tooling in place to enable us to have this world-class manufacturing and then you'll also see that uh, we put a lot of investment into our metrology uh, and what that does is help us with our with identifying uh, the defects you'll also see we have a huge department inside that uh, is dedicated to failure analysis so we have all the equipment needed to take a, a a fail that has occurred, and usually that's uh, the process of our lifetime-based uh, studies to generate these failures, and uh, go through that entire process. You know, do all kinds of ways to to skin that cat and get to what that root cause is, and then very quickly from there, developing corrective actions so that uh, whatever that failure mode is, it can be identified and uh, be eliminated from the line. So, so you can basically see. All of these bullet points that we're mentioning today, you can see it in action and, and, and have that uh, confidence that uh, this is indeed what's happening. That at the end of the day, you don't have to worry about what's inside that black box, that MOSFET or diode or HEMT that you just purchased. Don't worry about it because everything uh, about the inside is good. It's described well by the data sheet. And you can focus on what you want to focus, what you should be focusing on, which is the the system level part of that, how you can take that black box, put it into your system and get the most out of that out of your system as possible. So we want to just kind of uh, allay all of the concerns you may have, because, yes, it is a new technology and it does have its challenges, but fortunately we've made a lot of progress and you know many thanks here to the industry leaders uh, once again you know Cree Wolfspeed Infineon etc they brought this technology to where we are now so that Tim you, you and I can have this conversation so there's a, a great foundation upon which is which this has been built but it's not just exclusive to them i think that it's an open party and we're taking that uh, that advantage that uh, taking our own uh, competency and experience in compound semiconductor manufacturing, and putting it all together to really provide whatever it is the market needs to continue this 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 golden era, if, uh, if you will, of wide bandgap adoption in the market.
0: Right. And the adoption definitely is picking up. It's interesting. In fact, it's impressive to watch it happen in real time. So, Renal, I'm going to give you a chance to sort of do some fortune telling for us. If we look out five to seven years and we say, okay, the year's 2028, 20, and lo and behold, Sinan has achieved some great success. Tell us what those things are. What is it that's going to elevate Sinan? What is it that's going to put Sinan's success on the map? What are the underpinnings? Where have you won? What are the reasons that people will know the name Sinan? That's a very
1: good question. Um, so if I were to look in the future, uh, and I, and I see the success, uh, yeah, there's there's several things that must have happened in order for us to achieve that level of success. So first and foremost, we have to be able to put excellent products into the market. I mean, these are product, and by excellent, I mean, they meet what the market demands for performance. That means having the right specs, the figure of merit. Number two, having the reliability, getting back to what I said before about only putting the intrinsically good die out there, and lastly, it has to meet the cost. So, so we have to have our quote-unquote excellent products out there so that we meet these three areas uh, uh, to to have that success. I mean, if we, if we fall short on any of those three areas, we're not going to have the success that that uh, you and I are envisioning right now. So, so that's the first part these excellent products in terms of performance, reliability, and cost. Second part of this, assurance of that supply. So if we have these great products, doesn't do any good if uh, we had some problem with our execution or the market can't deliver and we're in a shortage like we are with microcontrollers these days, then that kills some of that uh, momentum of, uh, of the adoption that's occurring. So we want to make sure that we're able to execute on these plans of having the capacity available, so that we can have the assurance of supply to drive uh, the the activity that's going on now and continue uh, this adoption. Uh, so it's very critical to keep uh, you know feeding uh, the beast, if you will, as as this uh, emergence uh, of these uh, of these new systems come online. And then finally, uh, and, and this, and this, so the, the first two are true for, you know, probably any manufacturer IDM uh, pr- providing devices into the market. The third one is unique to Sanan. And that's because, as I said before, we are an enabler of this technology. and And to be a successful enabler of that technology, we have to be able to work synergistically within the market. Uh, meaning working not only with the OEMs, but also working with fellow IDMs. You know, if if there's a a need there, we're welcome to reach out to them. They can reach out to us. And and we'd very much love to have that conversation of what can we do for our fellow IDMs? Because there are going to be sockets that, you know, only an Infineon or a Cree or someone else is going to get. Uh, we're not uh, going to think we're going to win every single socket out there. But if we can enable their success, uh, ultimately it can also enable our success as well. And so we have this opportunity to work synergistically with what is, you know, Conventionally uh, no, known as the competition, but we're also willing to work synergistically with them, uh, working downstream with uh, other suppliers, such as module suppliers. For example, what uh, what do they need from a bare die supplier, which you know one of our business models? Uh, and then you know ultimately, what does the um, the OEM need, and and how can we all work together to make this happen? Because ultimately, the success that we have at Sanon uh, and throughout the industry is going to hinge on continuing this very golden time of increased adoption of our technologies. And so we just need to keep driving that. Uh, it's not a time where we become ruthless competitors uh, amongst ourselves, because that'll kill it. We should really be working together. And that's really what Sanon brings to, brings to the table. We want to work together. Our goal is high volume manufacturing. It can be Sanan labeled uh, product. It can be product coming from any of our competitors. At the end of the day, we feel the world needs all this capacity and we're willing to work with everyone to determine the best way for us to move forward and achieve this success.
0: Great, well, thank you. So 2028, we've got our calendars marked and I hope I'm there to, to witness the success with you. Dr. Renal Das. Sanan see. thank you very much for joining us today.
1: You're welcome, and, and thank you for having me, Tim. Uh, this was a, a, a really fun and great conversation.
0: Super. Well, listener, you are welcome to invite Dr. Ronald to your location. If you'd rather do it by virtual meeting, we can do that as well. But he is available to you as a resource and also to answer any questions, as am I or anyone else on my team. Again, thank you, Rinald, and we will uh, talk to you, listener, soon. Did you know a podcast episode like this can provide literally dozens of marketing content assets for your business? It's brought to you by Content Monster, your go-to for engaging marketing content like this podcast or remote video production. It's not just a podcast, it's your marketing powerhouse. Visit contentmonsta.com to learn more. That's contentmonsta.com.